You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co-host is my service dog, Whistle. And we're so thrilled to be with you today to talk about working animals. And we're familiar with animals as pets, but our show, Working Like Dogs, talks about animals as they contribute to our everyday lives. And let me tell you, I am testament. Animals are doing amazing things for people's lives and really enabling them to do jobs and just to get out and enjoy life. And on Working Like Dogs, we talk about all kinds of things that relates to working animals and working dogs. And today, we're thrilled to have with us Laura Haynes. And Laura is a body talk practitioner and body talk access trainer. And she's here today to talk with us about connecting to our working dogs and our working animals on a much deeper level through the practice of body talk. So I can't wait to learn more about this alternative practice and hear what Laura has to share with us. So we'll be right back with Laura Hames after these messages. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place with Win With Dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to Win With Dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm your host, Marcy Davis, and this is Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. 
And with us today is Laura Hames. Laura is a Body Talk practitioner and Body Talk access trainer. She founded Body Talk in 2005, and in January of 2009, Laura opened Body Talk Space at Union Square in New York. So, hello, Laura, and thank you for joining us. Hello, Marty. Thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be sharing Body Talk with you and and our listeners. Well, we're so thrilled to have you, and we can't wait. Tell us, what is Body Talk? Well, Body Talk is a healthcare system, and it really works on the premise that the body knows how to heal itself. Um, it was actually founded uh, by a doctor of acupuncture. Um, he, he was a Reiki master. He studied applied kinesiology, all kinds of different things. Um, his name was John Veltheim, and it was founded about 10 years ago. And now Body Talk is actually international. It's all over the world. And uh, it's been changing the lives of people and animals and spreading very, very quickly. Wow. Well, I know as a, as a service dog partner in a service dog team, I'm always really trying to make sure that my service dog is in the best possible health that he can be because Whistle works all the time and he's in all different types of, of environments and his health is really, really important. And I'm always looking for alternative types of practices. So when I heard about Body Talk, I just thought it sounded so great. So tell us, how does it work? Well, to really see how body talk works, we need to look at how the body heals itself. And, you know, we all know that the body is designed to heal. You know, if you cut your finger, you don't need to tell the blood to clot. It automatically starts healing. Um, you know, but what happens is, you know, during our life, in our lives, we experience a lot of stress. And this stress actually compromises the body's ability to do its natural healing process. And the theory behind body talk is that the body heals itself by communicating. So if you can imagine, um, you know, you've got all your organs and your endocrines and your body parts and all the different systems of the body. There's like, you know, three hundred billion processes going on in our body every second. And for these to actually work efficiently and our bodies to work efficiently, they all need to be communicating. So if all your organs, endocrines, and body parts, they all had cell phones, they all need to be able to communicate and get through to every other part of the body. Um, and so, you know, there can be billions of, like, phone calls going on every second, um, which is great, except the problem is when we have too much stress, and this can be emotional, it can be physical, it can be, you know, the toxins in the air, the food we eat, the, the lives that we live, live today, you know, are very stressful. And when we have too many stresses coming into the body, it actually kind of like blows the fuses. So too many people are trying to make phone calls and the networks go down. So in Body Talk, we're saying that it's not necessarily a problem with a particular area in the body, but more that if we can get the body to communicate really efficiently with itself, then it can actually go about doing its natural job of healing itself. Wow, that's amazing. Well, and so I'm guessing, Laura, that you work one-on-one with animals in sessions. Is that correct? Yes, body talk is done one-on-one. Um, it can also be done in groups, and um, people also learn body talk, which is done, obviously, in a larger setting. But generally, pe- when people come for sessions, it's one-on-one. 
you know, kind of similar if you're going to a massage or acupuncture. And when people come with their animals, it's, they always come with their, their owners. And the session is actually done um, with the animal and the owner because they're so interconnected. Yeah, well, and and so what is a session like? How long does it last? And how many sessions does it generally take to work with someone successfully? Well, it really does depend on each individual. And the, one of the wonderful things about Body Talk is that it, it actually looks at everybody as an individual. You know, you could have 100 people with, you know, a headache, for example, and they're all going to have different combinations of factors that contributed to them getting their headaches. So no two people are the same, no two animals are the same, and so therefore every body talk session is totally unique. So what we actually do in a body talk session is um, we use a simple form of muscle testing. I don't know if you've ever tried kinesiology or anything like that, but it's kind of similar, and Mm -hmm. you can actually get a yes or a no from the body. And so once we can actually have a dialogue with the body, we're able to ask the body questions. And so the way that body talk works in a session is that we use a protocol chart, um, and this has all kinds of things on it, organs, endocrines, body parts, environmental factors, the systems of the body, um, energy dynamics between groups of people, and within the body there's all these different factors um, that come from all different philosophies, Eastern, Western philosophies, and we actually navigate through this protocol chart using the yes-no response from the body, kind of like we're playing 20 questions for the body, to find out what the body wants to address. So we're actually looking for um, priority as opposed to problem. And this can be quite a big shift for people to kind of change their awareness from looking, you know, everyone wants to know what's wrong. Um, but in body talk, we're just finding out what's about to improve So when when something comes up in a body talk session, it's, this is great, this is about to get better. And, you know, we know, you know, we're all becoming more aware of the importance of our mind and how our mind affects our body. And if we're being told that we've got, you know, a problem here and a problem there, then that isn't so supportive to our healing process. So with body talk, we're finding out what is about to get better. So it's always good news, which is always very exciting. Yeah, it's always yeah. really positive. That's a whole different approach instead of what's wrong with me. <laughs> what's exactly. wrong and what's the problem? What's going to get better? That's awesome. I love that positive approach. Exactly. And I find that it, it's far easier for people to actually make really big steps in their healing process because they're focusing on, wow, this got better for me today. And they notice the changes and they notice you know, the balance coming back into their body and their lives and, you know, their relationships as well. Right. Well, in your work, Laura, how have you found, because I know that you do animals as well as humans, how are animals different from humans when it comes to getting sick and healing, especially working animals? Yes. Well, you know, we're animals, um, you know, there's, there's a large difference between animals that you know, live in a domestic environment and wild animals, obviously. And particularly dogs and domestic dogs, they are, like, they've been bred to serve us. So their job as a dog is to serve their owner. And and they do this by, you know, doing what they're told. They like to be, 
they like to be guided, they like to be told what to do, and when it comes to their their health, they actually support their owner by taking on some of their owner's health issues. It's kind of like one of their one of their roles, you know, that they're needing to play um, as a as a dog, and particularly a working dog. That is their main job is to support their owner, and that's what they want to do. And so, um, when we're looking at working dogs. Um, they particularly want to actually serve their owner by supporting them, and that is their job, and they need to feel needed in that way. Right, I know. I, You know, one of the hardest things for me with having a working dog has been retiring a dog, and I've gone right. through that process twice, and the first time I retired my service dog, it was for health reasons, so she was ready to retire. But my right. second working dog, he had to retire for health reasons also, but he wasn't ready mentally to retire. And it right. was really, really difficult. So, I, and I'm, I've talked with other people with working dogs, and they've said that that's such a hard thing of getting their dogs to retire and getting them to take care of their own illnesses that they have going on when they still feel so loyal and responsible for taking care of their human person. So how do you work with someone like that to deal with those issues? How would you address that? Yeah, that's, that's a, you know, a factor that comes up a lot for working dogs. I actually worked with a woman recently with exactly the same story. She had a working dog and she was in a wheelchair and her dog served her and that was his job and that's how, you know, what he knew how to do and mm -hmm. he was getting older and I think he had some health concerns and he just wasn't able to be the support that she needed and so she was saying that he was having a very difficult time with that transition and um, she actually came to one of my presentations that I was doing in a pet store and her name got pulled out of the hat for a session and ah. <laughs> I know it was perfect and it was just like the dog brought her so that she could get the session. I mean it was yes. the session for the dog but we have to remember that when we're working with animals it's so related to the owner you can't really you can't really separate it. They're, they're so kind of inter, interwoven. Right, and right. She was going through her own experience with the feeling of needing to support. I think um, she had some issues with her family and her needing to support them. So we, there was this parallel going on in her life between the dog and herself. Um, and I'm just trying to remember what came up in the session, but it was it was all about um, allowing the dog, like he wanted to, to move on and to kind of like be able to transition into that new phase of his life and kind of accept that, okay, this is where I am and I'm not able to be the support in that same way that she needed, but I can still offer support in, in other ways. And I think we had a link with his, um, something to do with his pelvis, which um, the consciousness of the pelvis is support and foundation. And uh, I think he was actually having some pelvis issues, which was very interesting. So the whole thing tied together. And I think there was also another link that came up, something called the SB junction, mm -hmm. which is a joint that's in the skull. And it very often comes up for humans and animals, which actually affects the breath. And if this joint 
is not moving fully, then we're not able to breathe fully. And breathing has many, many connotations, you know, many, many things that it affects. Obviously, we need to be able to breathe. It also um, affects the way that the brain can actually scan all the frequencies of the body. It, it affects the entire endocrine system. It affects the cerebrospinal fluid. There's many, many things that it that it's responsible, you know, that it's responsible for. And we had to balance uh, the dog's SB junction, and it was particularly allowing him to breathe in fully. And one of the things with breathing in that we know is that when we breathe in, it's like breathing in life and being inspired. Mm. So if you know anybody that suffers from depression, chances are they their SB is not moving fully and they're not able to fully breathe in life, which is that act of being inspired and that is where the brain scans the higher frequencies of the body which are the emotions and the mm. energy. After we balanced the dog's SB, it was like a it was like a cloud had lifted from him and everything suddenly became lighter again. So that was really incredible. Wow. Well, Laura, this is so fascinating, and we're going to continue talking about this amazing topic right after these messages from our sponsors. So please stay with us. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. This is Marcy Davis, your host with Whistle, your co-host of Working Like Dogs. And we're so excited today to be talking with Laura. Laura is a certified body talk practitioner. 
So, Laura, we've been talking about body talk and about a session with working dogs, and you've been explaining to us how that works and what body talk is, but can you tell us what do you actually do in a session? That's a very good question, Marcy. Everyone always wants to know, you know, what do you do? You know, so I explained a little bit about how we find the priority um, by using the muscle testing and asking yes-no questions of the body and navigating through the protocol chart to find out what the body wants to address. So once we've found out the factors that the body wants to deal with, you know, it could be hydration, it could be balancing the brain, it could be an emotion that's been stored in the body from when we were five years old, Um, it could be that the liver needs to talk to the spleen. So there's many, many different possibilities of things that could come up. And then when we find the factor, what we do is we use very simple Um, hand positions to represent the different areas of the body. For example, if the lungs needed to talk to the liver, we'd have one hand on the lungs and one hand on the liver. And then we just use a very gentle tapping technique. Mm -hmm. So kind of like you're you're patting a dog, actually, on the head. You um, You just tap on the head on both hemispheres of the brain. And what this does is it actually sends um, a message to the brain to say, hey brain, it it, it comes in and out of the surface electrical field, which catches the brain's attention. So then the brain can go and take a look at whatever it is we're drawing attention to. So the brain would look and say, oh, the lungs, they need to communicate better with the liver. And so then once the brain can see it, it goes about fixing it. Because sometimes it just, you know, there's so many things for it to look at it, it, it gets overwhelmed and it can't look at everything. So we're actually asking the brain to focus its attention on, you know, the communication between the lungs and the liver or maybe, you know, hydration or, um, you know, the lymph flow. And then Mm -hmm. after we tap on the head, we tap on the heart. And the heart actually serves as the body's memory. So, you know, we say learn things by heart because we Mm -hmm. actually learn, we actually um, memories more in our heart than in our brain um, and there's actually been studies done to show that every time the heart beats it sends a like a myriad of electrical impulses to every single cell in the body to tell that cell what kind of cell it is and what its job is so it's like okay you're a spleen cell remember you have to do this 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 or you're a skin cell or you're a liver cell and so when we're tapping on the heart we're literally saying remember so once you've we call it tapping out. Once we've uh-huh. tapped out a link, stored in the heart so you don't have to go back and do the same thing over and over again. It's uh-huh. like the heart remembers. And so it's like it's stored. And so then the next time you come for another body talk session, you can go to the next level deeper and then the next level deeper, kind of like peeling off the layers of an onion. Okay. So when you have a, a working dog, do you position the dog? How is it doing that type of, of hands-on activity with a dog? Do you lie, have them lie down, and do you have the, the person with them? How do you position them during a session? Well, what we do usually is the owner will come, and they will kind of act as a surrogate. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll actually ask the questions on the owner for the dog. And usually the owner will be lying down on the massage table and the dog will usually be sat on the table with them, um, depending on the on the dog. So 
sometimes they can just be in the room or, you know, they don't even have to be in the room. But, it, you know, it's nice if they can be. Right. And then we actually ask the questions on the owner. And sometimes it will come up that you actually can't do um, a link, we call it, which is when we're kind of connecting to two parts. And you can't do a link on the dog until you've done a link on the owner. So sometimes it will say, no, it's actually most importantly before we do anything else that we need to balance the owner's brain, for example. Yes, yes. So that the owner can actually, you know, come to a state of, of relaxation and be you know, in a place where they're ready to receive the session. Because what you're saying is so perfect because people with working dogs are so connected to their dogs. That connection is so deep. So I was wondering about that, about what role they played in your process. Exactly. And it's fascinating because when I work with, with people and their dogs, there's always an amazing interconnectivity and Similarity between the dog and the owner. I was working on a woman recently, and um, I think the first link we had to do was for her, and then we had to do a link on the dog, and it was something to do with his thymus. And immediately, as I got to the thymus gland, the the owner, she said, "Oh my goodness, I had an issue with my thymus gland, and I've never had enough energy." And she totally related to the link that was coming up for the dog. And then I think there was another link about the dog um, feeling like he never had enough energy. And she said that that's exactly what's going on with me. And so it's like she almost attracted this dog. He was a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, the issues that were going on with him were reflected in her. And his healing process actually catapulted the owner's, her personal healing process. Wow. And that's she, beautiful. Totally changed, and the dog actually, I mean, it's such a sweet story. Um, she had the dog, she found it, and it was totally, um, it was maimed, and it had been beaten up, and it was just really sad they had to shave it, and um, and this dog hadn't panted, and she'd had it for about eight months, and it never panted, and was always terrified, its ears were stuck up on end, and after the session, Molly was the name of the dog, um, she started panting, and it was just incredible to watch. And um, and since her owner has totally shifted as well. Yeah, so it sounds like the person, I always say the human partner of the relationship, the partnership, they have to participate so much in the healing process. You know, I know that for me, I've had a working dog for over 16 years, and we really, I do feel like my dog is so much a part of me, and when I don't feel good, my dog certainly reflects that and vice versa. When he's not feeling good, I'm I'm worried and, and not feeling good. So how do you get people to participate in the healing process? What, what do you instruct them to do after a session? Well, the wonderful thing about body talk is that what happens in the session actually continues working after the, after you leave the session. So, okay. you know, as I explained about the tapping technique, you know, we've caught the attention of the brain to whatever the factor is that is that needs improvement and then we've tapped on the heart to save it. And so that session actually keeps processing for usually a couple of weeks. 
Okay. Um, so you don't actually have to do anything. Um, it just it is going to happen, you know, automatically. It's just going to keep keep going and keep improving. And obviously, people you know, will want to come for. Usually, people will come for a series of sessions, depending on the individual. You know, some people will come until their their, their or their dog's health has improved. You know, or they've got rid of their pain. And most people that come tend to want to keep improving because there's mm-hmm. always things in our life that we can improve and grow and have more energy and you know relate better in situations and balance. I mean, we all have you know many things to balance. Um, but one of the things that we can do that I teach all of my clients to do on themselves and their dogs um, is a technique called balancing the cortices, um, which is a really, really wonderful, powerful technique that is being taught all over the world. And that's actually one of the main techniques that we teach in the Body Talk Access class, mm. um, which I think you mentioned briefly, but maybe we can come back to yeah, yeah, I was wondering about Body Talk Access and what that was, yeah. Yeah, so the um, balancing the cortices is one of the main techniques within that, and if everybody knew how to balance their cortices, we would notice a huge shift in global conflict and interpersonal relations and people able to feel more connected with themselves and and their animals and dogs to feel more relaxed and at ease and able to move through life more easily. Um, and what this technique does is it actually balances the right and left hemispheres of the brain. So I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with the concept of right-left brain. The right brain is the more intuitive, big picture, felt sense of the world, and the left right. brain is the logical, linear kind of needs to understand it and put it in a box part of the brain. And when we balance the cortices, we're actually getting those two parts of the brain to work together because usually we flip-flop between the two or generally most people spend most of their time in their left brain. Our imagination and our creativity and our able, our ability to connect to the bigger picture and that's actually really the place where we all have an ability to communicate with our animals. Um, so as you do more body talk, you get more in touch with that place, that in- intuition, and you're more able to actually kind of get a sense and know not only what your own body is trying to say to you, but what your animal is trying to say to you as well. Um, so that's a very, very powerful technique. Um, it does many, many things, you know, more than just balancing the right-left brain. It helps to reset the nervous system back to parasympathetic and it it can have a, such a vast effect. Um, wow. So that's and part it, of the access class. Okay. And so where do you teach these classes, Laura? If, if our listeners want to find out more information about you and your classes, how can they do that? Well, they can email me or they can call. Uh, my email is Laura Haim, which is L-A-U-R-A-H-A-M, the mother, E-S, at me.com, M-E.com. My website is bodytalkspace.com uh, and my phone number is 917-653-8916. And as you mentioned, I'm based in New York City, so I teach classes here and have a practice with, um, I have other practitioners working with me who are also 
very exceptional at working with animals. And I also travel um, different places in the world. I'm going to Santa Fe in a couple of weeks to do a body talk class there and also a presentation and some work with animals. Um, and if you're you know, not in New York City area, you can also check out um, the International Body Talk Association website, which is bodytalksystem.com. Um, okay. And there you can actually get listings of body talk practitioners and classes all over the world. So oh, that's great. wherever you are, you can find somebody. And, um, and you can also do body talk um, over the phone, which is a concept which you know, can be sometimes hard for people to get their head around. I wondered um, about that, if you could do it over the yeah, phone. You can. Oh, that's great. It's, it's energy work. And, and so, you know, the, the premise that everything is connected, I think it's Bell's theorem that says every atom in the universe needs to be aware of every other atom in the universe at all times in order for there not to be chaos. And so basically that means everything is connected on this very deep level. So kind of like you send a prayer to somebody and you feel it, you know, you know if somebody is sending you positive energy. And so it's kind of similar to that, that you can actually connect to somebody. Um, usually even over I, the phone. Wow. Even over the phone. Usually I'll get people to send a photograph of themselves and their animal, and that helps to connect. And then you can do body talk. Over, I, I mean, I didn't believe it at first. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just out of my realm. But I just saw the results. So many times I was like, okay, there's really something in this. And, and, and now you're doing I've it. Got, you know, I, I have many, many people who actually have sessions with me over the phone, and I also get sessions with, with, with people over the phone as well. So, Well, this is very exciting and, and a very fascinating topic. And I'm so glad that you have all these possibilities of ways that people can connect with you and find out about this. and and access it for their working dog and their animals. And you said you're coming to Santa Fe, and Whistle and I live in Santa Fe, so we are looking very forward to having our own session with you coming up here pretty soon. So I hope everyone will really check it out. Check out your website and, and give you a call and get more information. So unfortunately, we're out of time, and I just can't thank you enough, Laura, for being with us today. Again, we could listen to much more about this fascinating topic but you will be listed on our website at Pet Life Radio Working Like Dogs um, you can click on that and get the transcript of this show um, will be coming up in a little while it takes a little time to get that posted but please check us out at PetLifeRadio.com thank you so much for joining us today and if you have any questions comments or ideas for a show please email me at marcy at PetLifeRadio.com. So thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to being with you again soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.